I'm Des. And I'm Jay. And welcome to your weekly dose of Savage Reality. Hello, sister. Hello. How's it going up there? What's the weather today? It's great up here. Oh, is it? I know dad has like called me all week, of course, um, and mm-hmm. asked what the weather's like. And I'm like, it's the same. It's like, it's been in like the 40s, 50s, but it's like warm. Oh. Which I think is so crazy because dad said it's been like 20s in Bowling Green and it's oh. been freezing. Oh. And I was like... How is that? The math ain't mathing. Like we're right here by the water and weather has felt so great. <laughs> it was 70 here yesterday. Oh shit. <laughs> That's why I was like, was it that? I don't know what's I going mean, on in Bowling Green. Now don't get me wrong. It has been colder. Like earlier this week, I did have to like break out my coat. We finally had to turn the heat on, but like throughout mm-hmm. the week, it's gotten warmer. So yesterday yeah. we had our homecoming tailgate. And mm-hmm. I just wore like a long sleeve shirt and jeans and like my, um, my platform, like chunky sneakers. And I got hot. Like I was sweating by the time. Yeah. Yeah. I had been bundling up out here and like, I bought these thermal shirts from Costco, like mm-hmm. just like a black long sleeve shirt for a nuclear regular shirt. Yeah. But I've been putting those on and I'm like, fuck, it is like. I, which is so crazy because like like I said it's only been like the highest has been this past week is 55 maybe but it has felt so good well that's nice because yeah if this was as cold as it ever got right if this was as cold as it ever got this would be great mm-hmm. but I'm praying that people who continue to not give a fuck about the environment will continue to fuck up the environment so that it doesn't get unbearably cold here no, that just may mean it because gets unbearably cold at a different time than it's supposed you to. You think? Or it might just stay cold longer. Like, it may be cool through, like, January, but then we get to, like, February through April, and then it's, like, mm. freezing. So the cold's still gonna come. It just it's may not come, come when it's supposed to come. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I guess people stop fucking up the environment since it doesn't matter regardless. Right. Please. <laughs> Protect it. it. For your children, not ours, because we're not happy them, but for yours. Correct. If you <laughs> care about your children, you know? Some people don't. So there's that also. Oh my gosh. All right, y'all. So today we're taking a little detour, taking a little pause, because one of our other reality faves, Selling Sunset, came back for season seven this past weekend. And let me tell you. Woo! Juicy. So freaking Juicy. Now, for those of you who've never watched Selling Sunset, A, what the fuck have you been doing with your life? But <laughs> B, you can catch up. It's real easy. There's only six other prior seasons. The episodes are generally less than an hour. So they're more like half an hour to 45 minutes without commercials, obviously, because it's on Netflix. And um, they're typically pretty short. Like the first few seasons are only like eight episodes. So we're just getting to the longer ones now and those are like 11 episodes so we're you could catch up real real quick so I would suggest if you haven't watched it before maybe watch it before you listen to this episode but if you don't care because you never watch anything that we talk about anyway 
then mm-hmm. you can just listen to us talk about it and enjoy the things that we have to say without forming your own opinion, <laughs> because exactly. that's essentially what you're letting us do for you, but whatever. So anyway, like our opinion is the opinion to have. I, so like, I agree. It's fine. It's fine. You know how they're always <laughs> like, you know, there's two sides to every story or like three sides, mm-hmm. like, you know, their side, their side of the truth. Like we always mm-hmm. say the truth. There is no side. Exactly. It's right. just, and if, if one of us thinks a certain way and the other one doesn't it's like no not really that's not really objective and then it's like okay you're right so we hold each other accountable for also sharing the truth yeah exactly so yeah (laughs) like amanda's first said tell the truth (laughs) damn person so stupid anyway so the whole premise of the show as you may have guessed is that these folks are in real estate in Los Angeles, their office is right on the Sunset Strip. And so they're doing a lot of their selling in like the hills, but also in like the surrounding areas, like the Valley, Calabasas, Brentwood, you name it, they've probably sold something there. And this is all happening through the Oppenheim Group, which is run by two short kings, uh, (laughs) short, short bald kings, Jason and Brett Oppenheim, their brothers, they come from a multi-generational real estate family. Um, and they have built this business not from scratch, but basically from scratch. Wait, their last name's Oppenheim? Yes, that's why it's called the Oppenheim Group. Like Oppenheimer? Not like with the Ur, just Oppenheimer. Yeah. But yeah. But it's like that. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Yeah. Okay, keep going. I think that's why a lot of because that when you said confused. Oppenheim, I was like, wait, it's Oppenheimer. And I was like, wait, no. That's the movie. But no, a lot of people do say Oppenheimer <laughs> because they know. Because. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is very confusing. Got it. Got yeah. It. Got it. So no, Love just it. Oppenheim or the O group for short. Also, what is that? What's, what's the origin of that name? Where's that come from? I feel like that's very like. Oppenheim. I think it's like yeah. Jewish. Maybe German. Oh, okay. German. That's what, yeah. Like that German Jews. Right. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, which okay. I know they are Jewish so I'm assuming Brett and Jason yeah oh okay got mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. Cool. and so they have this office that even though we know that there are men who do work there we only ever see the women that work there we only see a select few <laughs> of the women that work there because there's actually a lot of other people that work in this office but they only ever focus really on like who's in the main cast and then now Davina because she's just like a tangential person who's just kind of there sometimes but other times isn't for whatever reason and I will say that even though some people question the reality of whether or not these people are actually realtors that doesn't really matter to me. I don't know why people are so pressed about that because I will say the homes that they show on the show are beautiful. I love every single one. Most of the time, there are some that I don't like, but that's because they're too modern for me. But I've gotten so many home ideas for myself after watching this. And could I afford to live in Southern California, especially with this new mansion tax? I would strongly consider it because it's beautiful. Yeah, and I, it's so funny that you bring that up because I was just looking at their page. No, I was just looking at Heather's page on mm-hmm. Instagram, and she was like, she had posted for the flyer for this current season. She was yeah. like, I guess I got pushed into the water, but like so happy for my girls. And so I was looking at all the comments, and they were like, 
can we like get rid of Nicole and bring Heather back? Mm. <laughs> or like, no one asked for Heather to be kicked off the show. Like, why? Mm. What? 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 What are we doing here? Um, but in one of the comments, it said like, guys, it's really not that serious. I think these people sell one house a year, and I'm like, mm, but when you sell one house, that's worth fifteen fucking million dollars. You don't need to sell more than that. Hello. Really? Also, you really don't. Heather specifically is married to Tarek El Musa, which if y'all know who he is. But if you don't, I'm going to tell you, he has a show or shows rather on HGTV where he flips and sells homes. So not only is she on Telling Sunset, she also has her own show with Tarek. He also has his own show. Like they have dollars. She don't need the shit. Which is why people speculated that they let her go because she's on a different show Maybe but, like with competing interests. I don't know. I'm just saying that's just what the comment said. I was like, oh, that's a good point. Like maybe that is why. It's not a know. good point though, because oh, Tarek okay. has been on Selling Sunset multiple times. And I feel like if that was competing, then he wouldn't have been able to be on the show because she's on the same network as him. Oh, wait, their show come. Wait, what do you mean? Like, so their show is on HGTV uh-huh. and Tarek was previously on HGTV. So I don't feel like he would have been able to come on her show if that was what was the actual issue. No, but I think from Heather's, like from her contract with Netflix, maybe they see HGTV selling houses, flipping houses, whatever the fuck they're doing as competing, not from Tark and them side, but from Heather's side. But I can't imagine. I don't know the facts. I'm just. I can't imagine she would have done that to herself if she knew that she wouldn't be able to be on Selling Sunset anymore. That was, that would be stupid. That's true. That's also true. Which yeah. it could have been something that Netflix was just like, was like, oh, well, that's what she decided to do. Cool. She, you're not about to double dip on us. You know, she could have been totally blind. I mean, obviously she was totally blindsided right. by it. Right. So, But that's but why knows? like, that's why Kyle couldn't film Beverly, buying Beverly Hills because of the Netflix Bravo competing contracts. So that's why she wasn't on mm. that show. Mm. Gotcha. I just feel like, again, and maybe it's because Tark wasn't flipping homes or whatever, but I just feel like Tark shouldn't have been able to be on if Heather couldn't go the opposite way. That just feels like weird to me. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But anyways, that leads us perfectly, though, into the cast. Um, So Jalen and I are going to break down for you who the cast is, how long they've been on the show, and who we like. And dislike. Right, because that's probably there might more, be more of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who do you want to start with? Okay, I'm going to start with my list of people I don't like. That's great. Let's or, start. okay, let me... Okay, who I absolutely don't like mm-hmm. is Nicole. 100%. Hands down. I can't, I, I can't get with her. I can't stand her at all. I know mm-hmm. it's terrible, but she just gives me trashy white girl, and it's like... I just said a lot of prayers to get here, which kudos to you if they worked because you're here. But like, I just, her whole vibe to me is bootleg. That's what it is. I won't say trashy mm-hmm. white girl. Mm-hmm. It's bootleg. Like yeah. she's trying too hard and you can like, obviously she's not, or let me, I don't know. She doesn't look like she comes from this lifestyle and it looks like she's doing the most to try to fit in with the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So I just can't, I just don't like her. Now, uh, people are not really... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Now that I was also just going to add, I too don't like Nicole. 
but yeah. also just because she starts shit that she can't finish. I hate people. That, like that. also, this whole fucking I'm being I'm the victim now. I'm being I bullied. Do that. No, right. exactly. So annoying. bosses don't get bullied, Nicole. They don't. And also, as a grown ass woman, you don't get bullied. So. I mean, if somebody's bullying you and you're past the age of 16, it's because you're allowing them to bully you. So, And you probably yeah. have done something to warrant it, more often than not. That also. As that she has. Also, correct. So, um, now, people that I'm like, eh, I'm going to tolerate you because you're here, but like, I could do without you also, is the Chimichanga girl. I can never remember her name. <laughs> not Chimichanga. And- that's how I've referred to her throughout all of my notes. Chimichanga girl. <laughs> empanadas. 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 Whatever. But yes, a white girl making empanadas. Not great. It's not great. Right? I just... And Emma. like, I think she's a great... That's her name? Emma. Okay. Yeah. Emma's empanadas. Okay. Emma's empanadas. Okay, that's cute. I think she's a great <laughs> friend who... Mm-hmm. I mean, everyone, I think she's a really good friend. I just, there's something about her. I'm just like, uh, I could do without you also. I agree. And Chelsea. Yes, Jalen. I'm just not a fan of Chelsea. <sighs> we are so, we are so in sync. So Chelsea was in my like dislike. So I have despise, which is Nicole. And then I have Chelsea, who I mm-hmm, dislike. Mm-hmm. And then Emma mm-hmm. and Amanda, I would say, I'm indifferent about. Like they're there. I don't really care that they're there. Mm-hmm. They don't really add a lot. I mean, Amanda's a little bit more so this season than normal. And I used to love Amanda. Like when she first joined the show, I was all about yeah. it. But now I'm just like, I don't know what you're doing, but what you're doing is not, it's not working for it's, me anymore. It's not, it's what you're doing is too much. I don't exactly. know if you're trying to make yourself more relevant. If you feel like your position on the show is also threatened, but it's like, it is definitely giving too much. Yeah, exactly. And so also to clarify, Nicole just joined the cast season six. So she is someone that's only been on one previous season of the show. Supposedly, or allegedly, as they say, she got asked to be on the first season and didn't want to be. And so now that they had this big gap because of Christine leaving, she was asked to be on the cast. They thought she was the replacement. Like I saw somebody, somebody else make the comment, like, I would rather Davina be there than Nicole. And I was like, I agree. That's fair. I feel like also Davina has more history with people, so it would make more sense, but make more sense. Yeah. Yeah. I just I agree. Nicole ain't it. Nicole Mm -hmm. was not in, but and then Chelsea joined in season five. So she was like Christine's bestie before Christine left. Christine was an OG. She was the original villain. And she was a great villain because even though I couldn't stand Christine half the time, I at least understood what she was doing. And it made sense. She was trying to make good television, but she was also very, Got it. Messy. Okay. very messy. She was extremely messy. Mm-hmm. She was a jerk. They were. Yeah, and she also, she also did that victim shit too. She did, yeah. she did. Yeah. But unlike Nicole, who just sits there, Christine just runs away. <laughs> That's true. That's crazy. <laughs> and then oh Emma, gosh. yeah, Emma joined in season four, um, right before Christine's last season. So she joined when Christine was pregnant, had just gotten mm-hmm. married, and the big beef between her and Christine was that. Emma was dating someone that Christine also was supposedly oh, yeah. dating at the same time, but 
according to Emma, actually okay. wasn't. And then Christine said that that guy proposed to her. Emma said that didn't happen. It was just very, very dramatic. But everybody else like, loved Emma. <laughs> and didn't Christine, like, not key Emma's car, but she did, didn't she do something to her vehicle? Maybe no, no, she yelled at her. She yelled at her when while she, she was in her car. No, Christine was in her car. And I think Emma was coming out of the dude's house and like Christine was like driving oh. by and like yelling at her, I think was what happened. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. And then Amanda joined in season two. So she was almost an OG. So she's been around a long mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I really, you know, I always try to root for black people on these always, shows. always, um, because always. right, we we want you to be successful. We want you to get your fifteen minutes of fame, just like the white girls. But yeah, this season, I'm just like, ooh, Amanda, being a little messy. Now I like it. Not even a little. Who old. else is there? You know, honestly, I just have never really cared for Mary either. Really, I like Mary. I like Mary a lot. You like Mary? I do. I don't know. I just. I go back and forth. I go back and forth. I, don't I know. feel like Mary is a type of person. Mary is an, also an OG. Um, she she just doesn't like drama. So the fact that she's on a reality show is interesting to me. But that's fair. I like her as a person. Like I like her and R- Romaine's relationship. I love her hustle. I love yeah. the homes that she sells generally the best out of everybody. I feel like her style sure. is very much my style when it comes to like where I would want to live. Um, and I also feel like Mary is a good friend. Same, same. You're right. I don't know. My Maybe Mary to me. Oh, this is something I want to do too after we're done. Mm-hmm. Is like if Vanderpump Rules was selling Sunset, oh my God. who would they be? But <laughs> I was going to say about Mary. Mary's new house. O-M- G. I was I like, that it. is so perfect. It is like, it's small. It's not too big, but it's not right. too small. It's quite like it's it's um. What's it's the like word I'm looking? Cottagey. Cottagey, and mm-hmm. just it seems like it would be so cozy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. But I was I also like, why did she get a new house? Because I know that her and Romaine, they were like flipping their last house, right? So maybe they flipped it yeah. and sold it. I guess and I sold know. it probably, probably, and maybe it was. Maybe it was one of those that would have um, qualified for a mansion tax and they wanted to just get that, you know, maybe they didn't love it, love it. And so they were like, okay, well, let's just get this out from under us. And yeah, maybe. I could see it. it. Then we have Heather, who we've already talked about a little bit. Heather is also an OG. I will say Heather has grown on me a lot (laughs) since the show started. She had to grow on you? Yes. Because at the beginning, I think- Really? I think the thing that like really- put me against Heather at the beginning was mm-hmm. one how when that lady came to help her stage the home how she was like oh my god sorry I've got to take a call from my boyfriend because he plays hockey in Sweden or whatever and like just did it she was not being professional and I didn't like that about her at all then oh, the whole okay. situation where like Amanda was trying to like provide her guidance about meeting Tark's kids or whatever because the shit happened really quickly and she tried to mm-hmm. come in about that. I didn't like that. I also didn't how like like how she was all stuck up Christine's, but because she wanted to basically be Christine, I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. So like yeah, she did some stuff that I was kind of like, but I feel like ever since she like grew pair and has kind of like stood on her own, I've liked her much better. 
Okay. Yeah. I feel that. But in the beginning, yeah, I was not really like a Heather stan. I was kind of like, why is she? I just think Heather is like, you know how there are certain type of white girls that other white girls want to be. To me, I think that's Heather. I like her trying to be Christine, which was definitely apparent. But like Heather to me is the type of white girl that white girls want to be. Like she's so pretty. Mm-hmm. and like she's not like so pretty that she's fake you know right. but it's like she's pretty but doesn't really have to try I'm sure she's had work done to some extent but like mm-hmm. you can also just tell that she's just naturally pretty and she just seems like a naturally nice person too yeah like, even when she was lovely. in drama she would be like wait a minute uh-uh nope 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 <laughs> yeah so yeah I like I've always liked Heather she's she's cool yeah again she grew on me but here we are yeah then we have mm-hmm. Brie my baddie Brie. I fucking love, love Brie. She's giving like fucking major, love Brie. Major wags energy, wives and girlfriends of sports stars for those of you that watch that show. So it's weird to me that she's on this show because she does not like have the same vibe as them. But I like that even more because I feel like she's cool just mm-hmm. being like, this is my style. This is who I am. And like, it mm-hmm. works for me. And it does work for her. I think she's really cute. I also mm-hmm. enjoy that she's honest about the work that she's had done. Because so many other people would just be like, oh, no, I just look like this, Kylie Jenner. No, you don't. You don't. You changed your face. She's admitted. Larsa Pippen. <laughs> you changed your fucking faces, women. Like, come on. Yeah. So, yeah, I love Brie. I just love her. I love I love Brie too. I think she is just so, she's so refreshing because she is yes. so different from the other girls. Now the situation with her and Nick Cannon, I do, cause then I went to go look at her Instagram and I'm like, so is she Nick's number one? I don't think because so. Because she makes the comment in one of these episodes. You don't think so? No. She made the comment in one of these episodes that like Nick does his thing, but like, and then somebody asked her, well, if you were to go out and date somebody else, like, would he be cool with that? And she was like, mm, I don't think so that sounds like a problem correct i agree because like for me if you're doing what you want i should be able to do what i want i'm gonna do what i want period like your child will still be taken care of but like exactly you know but you know i was listening to a podcast that she was on um i can't remember what podcast it was like a little bit ago maybe like a week or Mm -hmm. two ago and she was saying that she met nick like 10 years ago Oh, really? And they've, like, because I think she met him when she was working on Wild and Out, I believe. Oh, that makes sense. And then they've that just kind sense. of been, like, in this off-again, on-again thing this whole time. Okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. 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 Interesting. I believe that's yeah, how that went. I also looked up pictures of Brie before she had any work done. Mm-hmm. She was, granted, you know, whatever. People are insecure about things. If I had money to waste, I would definitely get my teeth done. I've already told everyone that. Um <laughs> And I might also try lip fillers. Jalen, no, 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 no. I'm saying if I had money to waste, I'm not doing it. But if I did, just fillers though, not like lip injections. But listen, this is why this is, I've come to the realization. This is why lip fillers look bad on some white women. It's because they don't have an upper lip that comes out, Mm -hmm. that pokes out like most people, like, well, like most ethnic people, Mm -hmm. um, so when they get their fillers, their fillers, it's why their lip is still down and mm-hmm. just underneath is all bubble bubbled up. Yeah. But it's like your 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 lips don't naturally puck out. So that's why when you get lip fillers, it's not going to help. And they're still going to look like Kelsey from Siesta Key. That's yeah. why hers looks so bad is because her lip is like her top lip is non-existent. 
So it's not going to create a new lip structure. It's just going to fill what's basically up under your, in your gums. I wish y'all could see what Jalen's doing with her mouth right now. We need a YouTube. Um, But I said all that to say, Brie was gorgeous before she had work done. Gorgeous. You know? I mean, I get it though. People want to have work done. It's cool. Whatever. But like, yeah, she was very pretty pre-work. I agree. I agree. She kind of yeah. reminds me a little bit of Gia Judice. Yes, she does. Isn't she Italian? She is. Brie? Okay, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so Brie actually just joined the cast season six. So she's also a newbie too. So that's why when Christine was, I guess, doing interviews or things last season when season six came out, she was like, yeah, I heard they had to bring in two people to replace me. And I was like, they really did it. Oh but gosh. at the same time, like, it looks that way, so I get I get what you're saying. Christine, she's so extra, yo. Oh, right, so but that's extra. why we loved her. That's why we loved her. Yeah, I suppose. And then finally, we have our last OG, our homegirl from Kentucky. Woo! Motherfucking Chriselle Stouse. Chriselle. Listen, I love Chriselle. What did you say, Chriselle is? Because she's not. She's Asian. She's, I think, part Japanese as well. Mm-hmm. and white mm-hmm. i'm gonna say this she got lucky because chrishell is also beautiful but you yeah. can't just mix white with anything and it comes out pretty <laughs> i have realized because listen though if you mix black with any other race you're you're bound to be gorgeous oh my god right like a marie who a marie the singer it's this one thing they got me tripping oh, that girl mm-hmm. yes Her. or like karuchi mm. Anytime you mix black with something else out there, we just make it better. It's a hundred percent. Now I've seen some white people, like some white mixed with some other things, and I'm like, eesh, that's <laughs> tough. That's tough. <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! <laughs> so yes, Chriselle is very fortunate because Chriselle is gorgeous. She gorgeous. Is. She is yeah, gorgeous. It's kind of disgusting how pretty she is. It really is. It, Gosh. It, especially considering she doesn't really have the best style. So it's like, this only looks right. good because you're pretty. Because you're so pretty. Yes. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh. But speaking of style, whose style do you like out of this group? Oh, do I like? Because mm-hmm. I was going to say, I don't know what the fuck Amanda has been doing in this first <laughs> don't four either. episodes. I don't, I, this These season, gloves. last season, and none of it makes sense to exactly. me. Exactly. And just yeah so whose style do i like mm-hmm. probably brie would be the yes the, the closest because Agreed. who else did we say chelsea does too much for me i can't Always. i can't get with chelsea style Agreed. uh empanada girl <laughs> um she looks like she shot like if there was a store for barbie clothes that's yeah. where she would shop at so i yeah. can't get with that either i'm not a fan of pink Chriselle, like you said, I think she, tr- it's just, I don't know what Chriselle be doing, but again, she's <laughs> gorgeous. So it works for her. Yeah. Who else is there? Uh, Nicole. Heather. Nicole, like we already said about Nicole, she just trying way too hard and it's falling flat. Nicole looks like she shops at Buckle. <laughs> <laughs> like she tries to make Buckle high fashion. That is what she's giving me. Which listen. Ain't shit wrong with shopping in Buckle. Nothing. But it's like, don't try to make Buckle look like Christian Dior, you know? Like, just embrace that it's Buckle. <laughs> right? 
<laughs> yeah, it's she's not it. I need to pull up a picture of these girls while we talk so I can remember who is oh who. My God. Who else am I missing? Okay, Heather. Oh, I love Heather style. I sometimes like Heather's style. Heather's hair sometimes I don't like. Um, Because here's my, here's what I always maintain. White girls have no excuse to have bad hair. There are too many people in the world that do white people's hair. There are too many styles that y'all can do. It just should never look bad ever. And yet these women manage to make it look bad. Like Like, Empanada Girl. Emma's hair always It's like, listen, I could put y'all on real easy. If y'all would go to a black beautician who would braid y'all shit down and give you some real bundles, bitch, y'all would be out here flourishing, okay? Literally slaying. Same thing for Mary and Nicole. And like, it's not their fault that they just, they didn't get the fortunate, they didn't get, you know, because one of the greatest things I would think about being white is just the man, how they can manage their hair. It's so easy to do. Mm -hmm. So versatile. It's usually like really long and thick and luscious or whatever. And so Mary and Nicole and empanada didn't get that. Mm -mm. So I do feel bad for them, but y'all could do better to find people who could do, who can make you look better than what y'all look. Y'all have too much money for your hair to look too much to look much. There's just no way. No excuse. Mm -mm. No excuse. I would say Mary's hair season one looked really good. Was it shorter? It was. She had like a bob, okay. a bob, like a, a bob, bob, maybe. Yeah, Mary's because her hair's too a, thin to be long. Exactly, and the and the it doesn't blend enough. The extensions are terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. And I realize we are overly critical because we're black and we look at people's hair like that, but still, Correct. like I should but be able white to tell. Do the same, so I should be I able to tell you. as a white girl that you have extensions in. There's just no, no excuse for that. There's no excuse for that. We're in 2025. Like black people. Exactly. As black women, we have the excuse because, you know, most more often than not, black women's hair has been damaged because we get relaxers too early or we're always styling it. So it breaks off. So like, it's hard for us to have healthy hair or it's been a challenge in our community to have healthy hair. You all have no fucking excuse. Uh Oh, and they're still black women. Chelsea is laid. 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 Now Chelsea can have her fucking hair like that. All of you white bitches. Y'all. Y'all There's should go to Chelsea's no girl. Please go to Period. Chelsea's girl. Or guy. Whoever Chelsea goes True. to, that's where y'all need to go. She probably goes to a dude, too. Yeah, that's where y'all need to go. And then Amanda, I feel like she Amanda's does, hair is awful. But she just does her own hair, I think. I don't think she gets also anything true. done to it. I think she's just like, this yeah. is what I did today. And I was like, but you know, I almost respect that more. Right. And Amanda is also mixed, right? So yeah. it's unfortunate that she didn't get the typical black and white mixed girl hair. That would also really fucking suck. Her hair seems really thin, like super thin, because like when yeah. she puts it in like space buns, whether they're high or low, you can see her, her head, That's like her true. scalp That's true. through That's the, true. yeah. So it's mm-hmm. very thin. And I don't know what her natural curl looks like if she even has a natural curl anymore. Maybe she's like done so much to it to where she doesn't. Yeah. Um, but she should embrace like just bringing back her natural curl because i'm sure it would be beautiful mm-hmm. once she like took care of it and let somebody do it every two weeks and but you know she also ain't got time she don't i don't think so not with her kids and stuff okay i feel like sure. she's got the most i think mom had time on. to go get her hair done i guess right maybe. okay i'm just saying I but she can't have it done. like once every two weeks she can't have it done every day for filming like these other people can that's fair. That's fair. But that's what I'm saying. Just take the time in the off season 
to really have a beautician just like nourish your hair. And because she's mixed, that shit would bounce back easy. <laughs> but who am I? I'm not the authority on hair. <laughs> I mean, my hair is popping, but you know, <laughs> it took a long time for me to get here. So, right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think I would say too, clothing wise, Brie is the only one who I feel like I would consistently I would yeah. Generally speaking, because that jean outfit she wore last season, it looked cute on her. I wouldn't worn it. But right, it was like a jean right. corset top with like patchwork denim pants. Yeah, I think I would love to be able to wear stuff like that, but it's like girls get their bodies done to be able to wear stuff like that. I don't want to do that. Like, I just want people to make clothes that fit regular bodies. You know? That's true. That's true. Yeah. Like, why everything got to be fashion overfit? Like, why can't it just be like skinny girl fit? (laughs) You know? (laughs) A struggle. It really is. Jalen, it's not. You're just really little. (laughs) But like. That also. Like, that dress I bought from ASOS that I wore yesterday to that baptism. I was like, this is a fucking zero. And it still is like. It just looks like it's hanging on a hanger. And that's crazy because, so like, sad. you put on some, like, arm bulk. I put on. I know. Exactly. I know. I'm almost eating 2,000 calories a day. Oh, my God. That's so weird. And I've actually lost weight, which is crazy. I know. That's what you're supposed I know. I to do on the day, scale. I know, but I've never been able to eat that much. <laughs> okay. Let's get back to the show. <laughs> Where are we? <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> Uh, we have literally only talked about the premise and People the cast. Like, <laughs> We've like talked about nothing style. else. <laughs> nothing about any episode. Got it. Just gear okay. up, people. It's going to be a fun episode. Okay, so episode one, I did the main plot points, mm-hmm. and then we can talk about our thoughts. Cool. Let's do it. Okay, so episode one starts, and three and then amanda walk into this bomb ass house they start talking about chriselle and jason because oh also if you didn't know chriselle and jason one of the owners used to date but they broke up because jason didn't want to have kids and then they both got into relationships with people who were significantly younger than them so chriselle is now g flip a non-binary australian artist jason is with mari lou a german model who lives in france g flip i think at the time is like 29 Marilu is 25, Jason is 45, and Chriselle is like somewhere in her early 40s, like 41, 42 or something. So big age gaps. Um, but anyways, so then we also flash over to see Chriselle in Australia meeting up with Jason Brett and Marilu on the boat. G Flip's doing something else. That's kind of weird. Nicole and Mary take a home tour and they're talking about the new mansion tax, which sucks for the rich people. And then but- what? Also on that mansion tax, I was like, fuck yes, Biden or whoever has brought down this tax on the fucking rich. You should have a fucking tax if you're just out here flippantly spending five million plus dollars on a house. No house has to cost that much money. No fucking house. So yes to taxing the rich. And if I ever become that 1%, which more than likely is never going to happen, I will gladly pay taxes for the little people like me who are not in the 1% because we should be. If you make that much money and then you complain that you get taxed on that much money, like that's what you make all that money for. And we'll still continue to to make the money. It drives me insane when Republicans are like, rich people shouldn't be taxed. 
because we worked hard to get this money. No, you fucking didn't. You were handed that shit with a silver fucking spoon in your mouth. This mm. world that we live in was set up for you all to be successful. It was set up for you all to be at the finish line while the rest of us are still lacing up our shoes. So shut the fuck up. Sorry, go ahead. Come on, preacher Jalen. <laughs> um, so yes, we have a mansion tax now. It's going to make it harder for them to sell their luxury high-end homes. Oh, well. Poor me. Right. Emma and Chelsea are talking about how Chelsea is turning only 30 fucking years old, which Jesus Christ. Wait, I was Ooh. like, I wrote down. I don't think, like, Chelsea doesn't look old. No, 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 she does But not. she looks older than 30. And she also, like, the, the way that she, she acts, the way that she acts, right? the fact that she's married to a significantly, I'm assuming, older white man. She has two yeah. kids. Like, she's giving very, like, Southern U.S. in terms of, like, I got married when I was 23 or 24. I have two kids. I have my career. Like, the, like she's giving, not I'm from London. Right. It's like, very strange. I just turned 30. Uh-huh. So, like, her and I are the same age. Right. What am I doing wrong? I'm not in real estate. We obviously. didn't also meet rich white men to help us. That's along. also true. So, also there's true. that. <laughs> there's that um we see mary remains new house like we mentioned and we learn that mary is pregnant yay and she tells amanda um and then also heather is showing a home to a 20 year old tiktok star who's buying a million dollar home my god what am i doing do i need to get into tick i don't think i'm that interesting though to be able to tiktok things regularly to be able to spend seven million dollars for a house but i'm like shit you could be like listen these young kids right these young kids they really have it made because you don't even have to work really Mm -mm. Mm -mm. like right now anyway right so like if they invest that shit correctly Mm -hmm. they're set up for life even Mm -hmm. if five years from now tiktok is like banned from all platforms around the world yeah if you do right now you're set for life you can always switch to youtube and there always will be something new also true we then also see a dinner with emma amanda Chrishell, and brie and then we end at chelsea's birthday party so we got a lot of moments happening throughout this episode so what stuck out to you sister friend the first thing going back to the beginning of the episode i think it is extremely ass fucking backwards that Rochelle and G and Jason and his new partner are spending New Year's Eve together. Yeah. There is no, if Michael ever came to me with some bullshit about, I want to spend New Year's Eve with one of my exes and their new partner, I would tell him to stop playing with me and get the Mm -hmm. fuck out of my face. Mm -hmm. There is no way on God's green earth, no fucking way, that that's going to fly for me. But it's not you happening. Know, it's not happening. Michelle has followed suit with the Mary and Nicole's of it all who are like, oh yeah, it's normal. Let me just be around Jason with my new partner. Like she has really like eased into that so quickly, which I find really interesting considering how they were set up last season where she was like, well, I haven't been to the office because I don't want to see Jason and blah, 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 blah. And now we've like 180 from that to where she's like well i'm happy and in love you're happy and in love so let's just all hang out together and be one big happy family it's so weird it's just weird 
which also I don't think I think Jason really looks like Rochelle like damn she's the Uh one that got away 100 percent 1000 percent like yeah yeah totally and I mean they say that though Amanda says that everybody thinks it and when you watch him like look at her you're like yeah Mm -hmm. the The way he looks at her is like Mm-hmm. but the way he looks at her is the way she looks at g mm, that sucks mm-hmm. that sucks but Why also i i think it's interesting that like they both were like yeah we both took a step back from the office because we're just so in love and want to pour into our relationships and i was like it must be fucking nice to be so set up that you don't actually have to work man that would be dope Again, what are we doing wrong? I know. I'm too poor for that right now. But you know, when I win this lottery, I will set us all up. I know. Listen, Michael and I are going to start playing the lottery too. Might as well. I just, I mean, right. Somebody's got to win. Might as well be you. Isn't that the slogan? (laughs) Right. Literally. Literally. I also (laughs) thought it was good to learn that Mary's not a manager anymore. I thought that that was a good call for her because she was not able to handle it. And I felt bad because like from a real estate perspective, she was a hundred percent like just as knowledgeable as Jason and Brett. But I think trying to manage the dynamics of the office, she was not well suited to do that. And I don't think that she thought she was going to have to do that either. Right. And then also like those people are her friends. So like, yeah, Mm -hmm. they're her colleagues, but they're too close yeah. for them to dissociate friend Mary from manager Mary because right. I feel like a lot of where the issues came in last season is that they were looking her looking at her as their manager friend and like they wanted her to be the mediator and it's like no is this a work-related issue or not mm-hmm. because if not don't involve me mm-hmm. so, and I think because they yeah. spend so much time together it was becoming a work-related issue I think that's what it was mm-hmm. because other than like the beginning of like the Nicole Chrishell drama where Nicole was like, you took credit for selling these homes that I actually sold. Nothing else was really work related. And even that Chrishell was like, bitch, that was three years ago and you cashed the check. I didn't. So why do you care? Right. But right. Nicole's so about her business. I can't with her. She's insane. So crazy. And I'm like, also those three fucking years ago, Nicole, like, <sighs> You've lost listening because of that. Like, fuck right. off. Right. I also oh, thought it was so sad that Chelsea never had a birthday party. Is it though? Yeah, she's to be 30 and never have had a birthday party. I feel like that's sad. In the grand scheme of life though, like, I don't know. When it comes to stuff like that, I'm like, no one cares. There's a, Everybody has a birthday every single day. If you, It's up to you to choose to celebrate that or not. And it's not like she hasn't been in a position her whole life to have a birthday party. Like, I can understand when you're younger and your mom's out there hustling. So, like, yeah, there's no birthday party. Like, we experienced that. We didn't have that many birthday parties. One year for my birthday, I had a fucking Swiss roll as a birthday cake. At the end of the day, it's not that fucking deep. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to celebrate yourself, fucking put in the effort to celebrate yourself. Like, don't sit here and give us this, like... Oh, my life's been so hard. I've never had a birthday party. I've never felt special enough to have a birthday party. Like, okay, cool. Next. How I feel. I thought it was sad. Because you know I love birthdays. You I I know know you do, girl. You don't like birthdays. So I felt really sad about that because I was just like, oh my God, how could you not? And then I was like, is it just like you never had a party or is it like you've never celebrated your birthday? Like, period. 
Because exactly. that, I think, is different things. It's like, very if you just different. never had, like, a party, okay, like, yes, I agree. I feel the same it's way. It's not that deep. Do. But, right. like, right. you've never done anything to celebrate your birthday? That's really sad. <laughs> but then I'm also, yeah. like, you're celebrating it for the first time on reality TV? It feels a little calculated. Yeah, bitch. Get the, that's what I'm saying. Get out of here. You've been married to that rich white man for how long? You ain't never celebrated your birthday until now. Come on. Come on. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. What were you going to say before that? I don't remember. Oh, okay. Oh, I know what I was going to say. It was about going back to Mary mm-hmm. and Romaine. And her partner's name is Romaine, like the lettuce. Correct. He is from France. Yep. Um, but I know this is so terrible. Romaine looks like you're on Vandersloot. Who's that? The guy who killed Natalie Holloway. Oh, does he? Have you noticed that? You haven't looked at it? No. You've got you've got to Google a picture of your own Vandersloot. And he actually just, for real, for real, finally admitted to that. I heard this, about that. Yeah. But I was like, ooh, that's kind of creepy. Wow. That's kind of scary. Uh, I mean, it's not Romaine's fault, but. That's true. It's it's scary how much they um look like. A little, um, a little, a little they do. Right, right. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. Sure. But while we're on the topic of Romaine and Mary, um, um, I think obviously they had Mary take that pregnancy test like for the show. hundred Because you could tell when she walked in there, her little belly was already poking out. So you oh, could was tell it? I wasn't even paying attention. Yes. If you if you go back and look, because you know Mary is very thin. Yeah, she's very, is. very thin. Yeah. Like even when she's eating or drinking. She doesn't, she doesn't even look bloated. Right. Mm-hmm. So when she was like, I think I might be pregnant. I'm five days late. I was like, oh, yeah, she's already pregnant. And then, too, like their responses when mm-hmm. the test came back positive, it was like, OK, y'all are having to reenact this. I feel like that would be so hard to do because it's like, why didn't y'all catch me the first time I did this shit? Maybe they weren't filming yet or maybe, maybe like she I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, you know, Bethany did the same shit on camera, on Roni. Who's Bethany? Oh, Frankel. Frankel, and she knew she was pregnant already, supposedly, but she was like, yeah, I just had to pee. But I'm also like, bitch, you, like, left the bathroom where cracked and shit. Like, that was a little much. (laughs) Okay. Right? Okay. I'm excited for Mary, but I think that... I know. That is exciting. But I think, though, from what I saw on Instagram, I think she might have miscarried, and I'm really sad about that. No! Mm-hmm. oh that's terrible i think really? is what happened yeah oh no because yeah. how old is mary i was concerned about she's that in her way. early 40s too mm-hmm. damn i know that's awful i agree it's just sad when like people who want to have kids and like are prepared to have kids and would be great yep. parents can't do it it really makes me sad because yeah. then i'm like i'm just sitting over here wasting my uterus but Oh well, it. what's I mean, it doing? It's not doing anything. Exactly, making us miserable when it's that time of the month. It, it like today. Yeah, mm. I'm sorry. It's okay. Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. It's not about me. It's about Mary. But anyway, it's about Mary. You're right. I felt sad right. about that. <laughs> um. Also, back to Chelsea. She's still coming after Brie. I don't understand why. Like, just right? let it fucking go, Chelsea. Just let it go. Let it go. Yeah. It's not that serious. I agree. It's you not. Just... And then... Ugh. Yeah, okay, never mind. I was switching topics. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know why she... It's like, who hurt you? 
Why are you so upset? But also, like, why, why are you upset that other people her like life? her? That's what I don't get. It's like you wanted everyone also, to not like her. And I'm like, why? That's right. fucking weird. Yeah, it is. Ugh. But maybe it's just because she feels threatened by her deep down. For what, though? Yeah. Why does she feel threatened about It's an ensemble show. It's not like if she does well, you can't do well. That's not what this is. I know, I know. but you know how people are. I know, you're right. You know how people are. Well, and then when she was a whole, like, last season, like, well, she didn't have to sell a house to work here. Bitch, you're the one that made that deal. You're the one that said, if I sell this house, exactly. I can have a desk at the Oppenheim group. No one said that to you. Yeah, that's your own fault and then you didn't sell the house and you got a desk so what the fuck do you care for (laughs) oh chelsea come on you probably sold the most recently for real oh she's so stupid but then i remember as chelsea and emma were talking like at that birthday party planning meeting situation Uh nicole calling emma a social climber because she wants to be friends with chriselle like what does chriselle have that much clout yes i mean i know she oh does she oh okay i was like really okay okay if you look what else was she on besides soap operas well but i'm not even saying that i just mean on the show like from the show she's so popular the bitch has been on dancing with the stars (laughs) she is still yes she was like dating that guy because it was after her and Justin got a divorce. She was like dating that guy, um, not Gleb, not her partner, but another guy. And then apparently he was like a stalker mm-hmm. or something. It was this black guy and they <clears throat> broke up. And then that's when she got with Jason. Oh, I'm vaguely, vaguely, mm-hmm. vaguely. She yeah. was on Dancing with the Stars, okay. I think in between season like, three i think whenever she got her divorce i think that was season three season two or three and then season mm. like four something somewhere in there got it but yeah got and it. like Rochelle okay. gets buku deals like so much because as she says later i make more money in five minutes than you could make in five years talking to nicole that right there bitch i was like Rochelle, you better you just better mm-hmm. bitch because <laughs> go put some respect on my name you go okay you not gonna be over here dressed in these buckle jeans trying to come for me honey <laughs> that's what we're not doing today <laughs> what we're not gonna do oh yes that was priceless i was like yes Chrishell, yes mm-hmm. okay but what did we think about them talking about their like celebrity crushes and who would they have to sleep with or whatever and i think that's where they got on the topic of um like how nick does his thing but like brie is not allowed to date other people mm-hmm. and then she was like somebody said i think it was amanda was like michael b jordan and mm-hmm. then she was like oh i already did that yeah it's like uh, wait is she being for real uh, probably, do you think she's being serious i don't think she would be joking about that because mm, i feel okay. like that would be so easy to fact check it would be but it would be. i was like oh go also okay, you know who's dating life you. i don't care about emma i don't give a fuck about emma's dating life even when she had that Does big storyline where one? she was trying to date micah i didn't care about it yeah well because yeah. you know according to her ben was it ben affleck that she said slid in her dms or whatever on raya was that who it was i think it was listen chimichanga is so, empanada <laughs> is so irrelevant to me i don't remember her storylines like 
<laughs> I don't remember. I just don't, she's just such a non-factor. She is. You know, she's just there. Mm-hmm. Again, I think she's a great person. She seems like an awesome friend. Outside of that, though, she's kind of like whatever. Yeah, and I also yeah. lost my shit when they were talking about they didn't know Noah's Ark and they didn't know that that quote came from Noah's Ark. And Brie was like, "Y'all, are you serious right now?" What was the quote? Where they were like, "If you build it, then they'll come" or whatever. And they were trying to say it was from a movie. And Brie was like, no, like that's from Noah's Ark. Like the movie took it from the Noah's Ark story. Oh, people should just know that. I don't think I would have known that either off the top of my head. Really? Because that's what, like, I think God, I think it was still God at that point. God said to him where he was like, you know, you just, he was like coming to him in his dreams or whatever, saying like, you just got to build this ark. You got to build this ark. You got to prepare for this flood or whatever. And you just got to build it and the mm-hmm. people and the animals will come. None of the people are fucking with him, but the animals all came. You know, they got two of everything to repopulate the earth. And then the flood happened and everybody else is fucked except Noah and Co. Except Noah and Co. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I still don't think I remember that, but that's okay. Well, apparently, neither did they. <laughs> neither did they, exactly. <laughs> so I'm in good company, maybe. Yeah, right. okay. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Geez. And then Chelsea's birthday party is where we end this episode. Yeah. It's giving me yeah. like season two Christine. Like it reminded me of Christine's like engagement party that she had. At that yes. Place. Just bigger. One trillion percent. Yes. Like same color scheme, same type of vibe. Uh-huh. And I was like, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. We think we could have gone a different direction. Was Chelsea was not on there when Christine was on there, or was Just, she? They shared one season together. One season, season together. Five. That's what I was thinking. Okay. But it was after all of those things. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and like but, Chelsea, I feel like she looked cute for her party, but she, I feel like, looked the same as she always looks, just with like a different dress. Exactly. Right. Right. It was nothing like special. Yeah, special. Not at all. But I guess when yeah. you have a bar and you just are at the bar all the time, it's hard to like top yourself. What do you mean when you're at the bar all the like time? Like when you set like this bar for like how you show oh, up. Oh, you know. Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. I also thought yeah. that at the party, Emma was like, Chelsea, I'm telling you right now, I'm about to start some shit. And then went and like and then she went and immediately to talk to Nicole about what she said, which I will say. I feel like I do appreciate that about Emma that she's gonna like go try to check a conversation right when it like makes mm-hmm. sense versus like waiting until it's like appropriate. Like she's like, nope, I heard this now. I'm gonna come talk about it now. Yeah, I'm gonna go say it now. Yeah, I love, I do love that about her too. She and then too, she's not afraid to like confront people in general about anything. Right. No. Like or she's just like she okay. can also handle confrontation too if people bring it to her. Correct. Correct. Yeah. She's like, y'all want to talk that shit? Cool. Let's talk it. Let's mm-hmm. get down to the bottom of it. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. I agree. Yep. I, agree. I love it. But for what's the other girl's name? Nicole Buckle. I'm just going to start calling her Buckle. Mm-hmm. For Buckle to admit it. And then when Chimichanga is trying to ask for, like, well, what, what, why would you say that? What makes you think that? Da 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 da. And then Amanda walks up and Chriselle walks up. And then she wants to start feeling like she's quote unquote attacked. Mm-hmm. I was like, baby, you started the drama. If you mm-hmm. can't back up what the fuck comes out your mouth, keep your motherfucking mouth closed. Please. Right? That's and it. It's, it's very simple. It is. Very truly, simple. Truly, truly. Yeah. Yet she cannot fathom 
why people want to bring the drama to her. And I'm like, you started this. This is all your fault. This is your drama. Exactly. Exactly. But now you're mad. Right. You asked to be the Christine. And you want to cry. Here you fucking go. There you go. Here you go. There you go. Yeah, so, yeah, the party was interesting. It was, and I feel like, all in all, it was, like, the most white girl shit I've ever seen. Like, the argument in itself. Oh, okay. Is this how white girls argue? This is, like, I don't know. It was just, like, this is so vanilla to me. Yeah. (laughs) But, I mean, literally and figuratively. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I was surprised yeah. that Amanda jumped in to defend Emma and Chriselle, to be honest, because I was like, and I don't know if it was just because last season she had all of her health issues. And so she wasn't as engaged as she is now. So she like, now feels like she's got to make up for stuff. I'm not sure if that's what it is, but it just feels mm-hmm. really strange to me that like, she got so involved, especially when like, it didn't really directly include her i'm not gonna understand if someone was like saying something about mary and her like jumping in like that right right for sure i guess she's better friends with them than we knew yeah maybe yeah yeah i guess so so yeah i think that wraps up like all my thoughts on the first episode and those big points i agree so episode two major plot points there's a dinner at brett's where he is talking with um Chriselle and Jason and Mario Lou or whatever about what happened at Chelsea's birthday party but then also we see Nicole with her husband talking about what happened at Chelsea's birthday party and they're kind of like cutting in and out Brie brings legendary love over to meet Heather and they talk about baby stuff um Brett oh, shows oh pause what the baby's name is legendary mm-hmm Oh, except when I was scrolling through her Instagram and I saw her and it got matching legendary tattoos. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, huh, what's legendary? It's their child. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't know how I missed that, but okay. <laughs> got it. Um, so Brett shows a home to Amanda and Chelsea. They talk more about the party. We then see Jason and Chriselle alone together in the office, and he's telling her that Mari Lou feels like she's being cold or Chriselle's being cold to her and wants Chriselle to try to like fix it. And then Nicole and Amanda meet up, and Nicole convinces Amanda to feel badly for her. And then finally we see Jason meeting with Amanda, Emma, and Chriselle at a property called the Goldstein Residence, where he's planning to have the 10-year anniversary party for the Oppenheim group. And Amanda ends up asking Emma and Chriselle to like basically apologize to Nicole to try to like de-escalate the situation. So those are the major like highlights of the episode. Yeah. And so First, starting with Nicole's husband texting Amanda and saying, fuck you. Woo! I can appreciate my partner having my back, but for you to go and text someone that I'm beefing with, that's not your place. Uh, absolutely you know? not. No. If I didn't, and I wouldn't even give him the authority to do that because it's just, it's first of all, I'm a big girl and Nicole, Hello. so are you. Mm-hmm. Um, so go home and cry to your husband. Cool, but like, for them hit for him to then yeah that that would have if i was a manza that Ooh. wouldn't have flown with me and for that nicole to act like she didn't know that he did that like okay nicole, right bitch sure, get out of here sure you did right Ugh. it felt good that just you know i know he's wrong but like for someone to stick up for me bitch you're in the wrong 
you brought the smoke. And now that it's a full on fire, you want to cry and talk about how you got third degree burns. Nah, no, bitch, that ain't how to work. Sure. And yeah, that was some bullshit. Exactly. And again, yeah. that's going to be my mm-hmm. main thing for Nicole. Do not start shit. You cannot you finish, finish because you did all of this. You came at Chrishell originally about the listing stuff. Then you were, oh, like when Chrishell accused you of being on drugs, you then are like, I'm going to go get a drug test. I'm going to go talk to a lawyer. Like you just kept escalating things to a place they didn't need to go. Like, yeah, she said something mean to you. And it was fucked up that she said you were on drugs. But if you know you're not on drugs, why are you why here? Are you what is the exactly. issue? And Anyone? then- to go down this whole road of like, she's bullying me. We are never going to be on your side, Nicole. We're just not. No. So let it no. fucking go. And it's because you wear buckle jeans. Exactly. <laughs> she probably does, though. She probably does. Which, again, it's fine. It's, it's fine. It's just on know? brand. But it, yeah, oh pretty much. Gosh. And then for them at the dinner to be talking about how Chrishell is such a mean girl, I'm like, the fuck? Because also, Mari Lou. You saw you could have a moment. You saw you could have a moment because you're insecure about Jason mm-hmm. still being into Chrishell. And you and inserting you yourself. Why are you inserting yourself right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're only on the show because you're with Jason. The second he breaks up with you, which I know has happened in real time, you're going to be gone. Oh, has he? I'm pretty sure he has. I don't think that they're which... together anymore. And I feel like I heard that after the end of last season. And that's good. You know, it's good because... Jason, you're too grown, and she is too not grown. Like, has that girl even hit puberty yet? No, like, I don't think it's so. just not. You don't think she's hit puberty yet? Sure don't. She yeah, maybe she had just, a growth spurt. There was something I like during the conversation with her and Chriselle, which may be the next episode. I was like, how do you and Jason even have a conversation? What do y'all be talking about? Nothing. They because talk about intellectually, nothing. y'all are so far apart. So mm-hmm. far apart. Yeah, I'm talking about shit. So, yeah, I was like, and then also, why are you so invested in trying to be friends with Chriselle? And I get Jason maybe wants everything to be amicable, but also Jason, this is not fucking Three's company. Mm-mm. That's not how this shit works, Mm-mm. you know? Mm-mm. You're done with Chriselle, and yes, you still work with her, but you shouldn't even be putting that pressure on Chriselle to be friends with your new girlfriend who's 12 years old. You're lucky Chrishell is friends with you, Jason. Are you fucking Exactly. Like, no, exactly. bro. Exactly. Absolutely not. Yep. Mm-mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Ugh, but yeah, that whole first little bit, I was like, this is just a bunch of bullshit. It was. It so, was. so um, much. And then it was like, when Jason in the office has the has the conversation with Rochelle about how mm-hmm. Mari Lou feels, feels, it's like, and like Rochelle brought a, a good point. So she's upset because I'm around as to why she was crying in Australia. Mm-hmm. Now, when I try to be standoffish, she's also upset. Mm-hmm. And then she's upset because I didn't follow her back on Instagram. Bitch, what? What? Are you fucking kidding me? How old are I mean, we get it. You're not as old as anyone in this group. So like, yeah, that's how you think. But she didn't follow you back on Instagram? Dude. She just literally psychotic. Dude. <laughs> like, what the like, fuck? You can't be serious. No. You can't be. But also but for, Jason, for Jason to take it seriously is what's even crazier like my god that you are also, 40 fucking five or six or however old you are now and you're really letting her complain about that are you really are you serious are you and serious? i hope 
my hope is that he was just doing that for the sake of the show. Mm. My hope. However, I, if I was Prashad, I would have laughed in his fucking face. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and then what? I loved when Krishal has said some really good shit in these first couple episodes. She when she made the comment, we decided not to parent together, so I'm not going to sit here and co-parent your new girlfriend with you. Mm. I was like, mm-hmm. bitch, drop the fucking mic. All yes. the mics. Yeah. Drop them. What? Because that right there is big fucking facts. It was so Big good. facts. And I was like, that's beautiful. That right. I loved yeah. every bit of it. Oh my god. Yeah. And I can't remember what episode it is when Nikki Glazer comes in. I can't remember if it's I think it's the next one. It's another one. Oh, she was fucking it's funny. A, she was hilarious. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, the child sure. jokes. They just win themselves <laughs> yeah. so easily. They do. Oh they my god. And then when um what is it? Amanda and Nicole go out to dinner to discuss mm. the drama mm. or lunch or whatever. Yeah. What did you think about that? I at first thought that Amanda was gonna be like Nicole like get the fuck over it but then for for Amanda to be like oh no when Nicole is telling her how she feels or whatever and I was like Amanda if you have been such good friends with her this whole time I don't know why you wouldn't have always felt that way but also Mm -hmm. to me trying to like play peacemaker right now like why why are you inserting yourself in this situation in this way like i feel like amanda just reacts to what she hears in the moment she doesn't try to like get all the information and then make a judgment call which i get because like Mm -hmm. i can be like that too but at the same time if i realize i'm hearing a lot of different shit at some point i'm gonna stop and i'm gonna reevaluate everything that i'm hearing and like yes sure nicole probably does feel ganged up on i could admit that but also she did that to herself. There's not, it's not like they just she like was- randomly picked on her because she's new to the group. Like she's been a dick and came in guns blazing and can't fucking hand- handle it. So sorry, I don't feel bad for you. I just don't. And I won't. Exactly. And like you, she's sitting here telling, what's that girl's name? Amanda, that she feels quote unquote so broken. Broken from what, bitch? What are you broken from? And then also it would be different if these were like some of your true best friends that you've been kicking it with since you were like 12. Mm -hmm. But these women, they ain't your friends. Mm -hmm. And they haven't pretended in any, I mean, besides Amanda and Mary, Mm -hmm. they haven't pretended to be your friend. Mm -hmm. So how are you broken? You can't be broken by some bitches that don't like you, I wouldn't think. And that you claim that you don't like, right? right? Right, right. Yeah, it's just so, it's just so fucking backwards to me. Yeah. And Amanda, Amanda flipping like that is a little sus. I'm not gonna lie. It is. I don't trust her. It, I just don't trust yeah. her. Agreed. I all. think it is a little sketchy. And yeah. I thought, interestingly, so as we kind of like shift into the whole like home, the 10 year anniversary party situation, and they're continuing to talk about it more there. And Amanda's trying to like say y'all need to apologize I was like no Nicole needs to apologize like you didn't give Nicole that speech so why are you giving it to them that is so fucking crazy like so So crazy crazy. it makes no damn sense whatsoever none I don't know I don't know what game Amanda is playing or if she even realizes that she's being I don't know that she's being, which I feel like she started to realize in episode four yeah. when she goes and has a conversation with Mary, like, mm-hmm. am I 
stirring the pot? Like, am I doing too much? Mm-hmm. You know, um, and the answer is yes. Yes, um, 100%. Yeah, the answer is yes. <laughs> 110%. And yeah. the only other thing I will say about this episode, these two things, or three things uh-huh. rather, one, yes. Yeah pain that Chriselle's having that's so fucking scary I hate how as you get older it your body is. just like breaks down on you like that fucking your sucks your body just says fuck you I right because so I sad. love getting older personally like this whole like because who did I see I think I saw I was like Paige that was talking about how at BravoCon last year she was like upset that she was turning 30 and I was like for fucking what you're alive Paige Paige DeSorbo from Summer House Craig's girlfriend oh I was like oh you're alive you have money. You don't have to have a real job. You get to come to BravoCon and this is work for you. Like, what the fuck are you upset about? Like, I've never understood the people who are like, oh my God, I don't want to get older. Would you rather die? Because that's the only other option we got. Exactly. That's literally a part of life. You're going to get old and die. It's the only thing that's like guaranteed in life. So I don't know why we try to avoid that. I don't but either. But again, I understand I that like when your body does weird shit, it's annoying. That sucks. Yeah. At the same time, your body's always doing weird shit. It's just less tolerable. The ultra right. Because <laughs> like fucking facts. I can't imagine feeling the hormones I felt as a teenager right now. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Oh I would want God. to slit my throat and everybody else's. Oh yeah, one thousand percent. Just not not good. But anyway, so the only other things I will say. I don't understand why Emma has this obsession with trying to like take pictures in weird slash dangerous places and these homes that she's trying <laughs> to sell. Like, what the fuck is the point of that? Are you trying to look like edgy and cool? Cause no one thinks that you are. You just look dumb. Also, did you notice in that rotating clueless closet that the hangers didn't match? I did not notice that. It That's was bad. Why if you go back and do that. Correct. I'm like, my guy, for this house to cost me. You put cost- in all that. Right. You put in all that work for all of those things to look that nice just for mm-hmm. you to not have matching hangers in your closet. And I maybe that's saw a truly wire disturbing. I may have a seen a wire, wire hanger. No more wire hangers. hangers. I what? Know. I don't know. I thought that we stopped doing that after that film. Oh what film? Oh my god, what is it called? <laughs> Mommy Dearest. Or she's like, no, why, 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 and she's like hitting her daughter with it. Like, just no. Why? I've seen that movie. Oh, it's good. I can't remember. I got to look okay. up who it's about, but it's like a true life story about like a famous actress. Oh, okay. Damn. Yeah, it's good. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Got it. Well, yeah, yeah. That, that episode wasn't as beefy as the others. I don't think I had anything else to say. Um, yeah. beyond what you just said either and you know maybe um empanada girl is doing that for the gram you know people take the gram real seriously these days I so yes i guess yeah <laughs> i i just i don't know i don't know okay yeah it's about joan crawford's children joan crawford mm-hmm. got it what does joan yeah. crawford do who's joan crawford Oh, you're asking me so many questions. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I think she was just a famous actress. And I think her daughter was also trying to be like a famous actress or something like that. Indy Crawford. Are they related? Oh, who is, I don't, okay, it doesn't matter. Cindy Crawford's a model. (laughs) Okay, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Got it. Okay, cool. Anyways. So I say all that to say, my guy, get wooden hangers. You live in a five million gajillion dollar home, a one hundred million dollar right. home, excuse me, to be correct. So you could afford better hangers. 
that truly especially if people truly. are going to be coming to look through your home exactly you know, it's I'm just i never understood that yeah i don't either and in general i don't understand that derek and i were watching um married at first sight the other day and when these people are living together in their homes or like showing uh-huh. their homes to their like new partners and they look disgusting or unclean or unstaged. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I understand that you may actually really live like this, but like you knew there was a camera crew coming. Why does it look like that? Right. Right. I know. It's just like when people post their rental houses on like different rental sites mm-hmm. and it's like, y'all couldn't clean this up for the pictures. Like right? even just for the pictures. And not even it's, rentals. It's I've seen homes selling like homes being sold. Yeah. That are like yeah. that. And I'm like, I can't see through the trash, y'all. Yeah, exactly. Can't That's see the vision because of all. What is it? What's that saying? Like, don't miss the, don't, don't pass the trees to see the forest. Don't. What's oh, you can't thing? see the forest. You have to see the, you can't see the forest of your trees. I don't think that's it either. You can't, don't, <laughs> you can't see the forest past the trees. You can't see don't the forest skip, for the trees. Skip the trees for the forest. Don't wait. Can't see the forest for the trees. That means you're too involved in the weeds of a problem. In the weeds. And so you can't see it as a whole. (laughs) Exactly. But in this case, these people need to be in the weeds. We need to be in the weeds. Exactly. That's the point (laughs) I was trying to make. I should have just said that. Okay. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Wow. Wowzers. Okay. So we get to episode three. Major plot points here are that. Chriselle and Amanda are previewing a family home in the Palisades and Chriselle and Amanda check in based on the fight from the Goldstein residence. Um, the twins are in the office with Mary and then Chriselle comes in to meet Nika Glazer. Um, Brie and Amanda view a home in the Palisades and they talk about a peace treaty between Chelsea and Brie. Uh, Mari, Lou and Chriselle meet for lunch and it goes really left. Um, the twins mm. and Amanda are at the office and Emma comes in and they're talking about this home that she still hasn't sold and they need to do like a crate, like a, what was it? Like a six, a $6 million dollar price reduction or 30% yeah. yeah, price reduction. And then we end with the 10 year anniversary party at the Goldstein residence where randomly some of the selling OC cast pops up. Right. Right. Yeah. So a highlight here is that Rochelle should never wear extensions. Because her real hair is just very pretty on its own. And the extensions just doesn't do it for me. I agree. It just I, yeah. doesn't need them. Right? I, I agree. I think she just wants to do styles sometimes that require extensions, but not consistently. Because you know how this Christine, she always had her head like done and like yeah. had extensions all well, the time because of that. Christine, I, I mean, Chriselle, I don't, I just don't really know why. Chriselle just wore her hair down. It wasn't even like a style. It was down um, and curled. And I was like, you could just wear your real hair for that. So, yeah, she doesn't need extensions. Um, so she should never do that. Um, and then on the opposite of that, Amanda should never put in those low buns ever again. Ever. It was very bad. Very bad choice. Very bad choice. I don't remember what it looked like, but I believe you. Oh, it was so bad. It was so bad. <laughs> so bad. But, Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I think it was like what the next biggest thing was Nikki Glaser being in the house. I was super excited for that. That's super cool. Yeah, I thought it was funny because I was just like, she comes in already kind of joking. And I was like, do you think that she feels pressure to be funny because she's a comedian and she's on camera? Or do you think that's like just who she is? Probably just who she is at this point. Um, yeah. But I I was talking to somebody about this, like people who are like just naturally like witty like that. They say that those people have like a lot of demons and like they really struggle with like, I don't know, self. And Mm. so that's why outwardly they're just so funny Mm. um, because they're trying to cope for whatever they can't deal with internally. So that probably is just her defense mechanism that she's always displaying. And now she's just making a lot of money off of it. Right. Do you watch F-Boy Island? Because she's the host for that show and it's so funny. I tried watching one season and I need to finish it. And I know now Ooh. though it's on the CW or whatever, which I was like, that was yeah. a fucking choice. And the former Bachelorette's right? on it, which is really weird. She is so blah to me. I'm like, Baby. no wonder. Wait, did she get, she was the person choosing people? Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah, she wasn't one of my faves. She's, and they also did the like most- her as the production crew because I gave her real shit like promo <laughs> she is just she's also she's a comedian. so basic I know and she's not funny I didn't think so either but you know she yeah does. someone told her yeah. she was and she just went with it clearly so. <laughs> yeah but I thought it was so funny when Nikki was like for someone who doesn't want kids it's funny you're dating one <laughs> that shit was that <laughs> so freaking funny i loved that I loved but it. also that i loved hilarious. that she was like low-key giving us like a real estate lesson because had i had this episode before we bought our house it would have helped me i think especially helped me and Derek like think more about like what we wanted when she was like well what should my budget be and like what should i be looking for in square footage and like all that kind of stuff i was like huh mm-hmm. now i wouldn't need to think of that stuff in that specific way in nashville but Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I think we, not to say that we needed to do that like in a rental, but like coming here to Boston, it would have been nice to have those types of conversations with people mm-hmm. instead of me just trying to do independent research to be yeah. like, what is like truly within our budget? Like, what are, what, what can we get that encompasses all of our needs that is not expensive as the place that we're currently living in? Mm-hmm. but you know shoulda coulda woulda oh well or as rachel levesse would say woulda coulda shoulda fucking dumbass <laughs> it's so stupid <laughs> oh Anywho. my gosh but yeah and so then like amanda's trying to broker this piece between brie and chelsea after earlier in the episode she's met with chrishell to like make sure that they were okay and chrishell's like honestly i don't have time for this shit i got a cyst on my ovary that's bigger than my uterus that's fucking scary I don't need to be dealing with Bigger this. Than which, orange. Right, which is crazy. It's like, what the fuck? I also am like, how have you been living like that? Because that would just be so painful. Right. So fucking painful. So painful. I can't Ooh. imagine. Yeah. I can't either. And so then she's like trying to broker this peace deal between Chelsea and Bree. And then Chelsea's trying to say, well, you know, I was just saying what everybody else was thinking. And I was like, no, ma'am. If you felt that way, just stand Mm-mm. 10 toes down on it. Don't be trying to like bring in other people and then trying to imply that Emma and Chriselle said, said shit, which said, I was like, right. what? Huh? Yeah. But also, do you yeah. think that they said anything or no? 
No. And I think we, they're justified in the next episode and we find out that they did not in fact have anything to say. Initially, of course, everyone had something to say as you should, because it's fucking weird regardless of the circumstances. But since then, yeah, no one has had anything to say because we don't, I mean, fuck, Chrishell divorced her husband and is dating a non-binary pop star, Australian pop star. She don't give a fuck that Nick Cannon, Brie is Nick Cannon's number one. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. She's way past that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think, again, like you said, maybe Baseball. initially they were, like, asking questions and were kind of like, it's weird. Mm-hmm. But then they got to know her and they were like, oh, it is Okay. Just like cool. Mary marrying yeah. her step-grandfather. Like, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people talk shit before they meet Mary, but, like, she'll answer the questions about it and just move on with your day. Mm, okay that's a little bit more strange though so like, i don't really. think that gets a pass it it, it is actually it's not that yeah. much more strange it... okay it was right. her step-grandfather it wasn't her real grandfather it, it's not it like it doesn't matter it it doesn't matter that's it's still Mm-mm. yeah Mm-mm. i guess i think that's i'm just weird. used to it so i don't really think about it anymore but wow it does have a wow factor that. i mean it's not like yeah. i know her in real life mm. i guess you're right it's just her choice but here we are so then we see the scene of chrishell going to meet mari lou which i sent you and mom because when i Uh saw this i was like oh my god i can't wait for this season to come out this was in fucking insane this was like gaslighting happening in real time on On camera on mari lou's part she was trying to gaslight okay, the fuck correct. out of Chrishell. And I was like, what? Yes. What are you talking yeah. about? She didn't say anything. What that. are you talking about? And I know some of it's been edited, but still, I'm going to believe Chrishell in this situation compared to Mari Lou. Like, come on. Absolutely. Absolutely. The whole conversation, and like Chrishell says at the end of the conversation, losing fucking brain cells. Mm-hmm. Like, losing them. Legitimately. Yeah. That conversation was just... It was insane. But also, before we start talking about the conversation and the details of the conversation, what was wrong with Mary Lou's mouth? Oh. It should look like she got punched in the lip or something. It looked really bruised on one side. It did. Now you that you say that? that, but I don't yeah. know. Maybe she like ran into something or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. And then also, I'm like, okay, it's really hard for me to try to understand what Mary Lou is saying right now. So, Jason, like, is it really that hard or is it just the language barrier or is she, is her brain truly not developed enough to where she can formulate? an actual thought i think it's partially that she's just not and maybe it's just because english she's not as fluent in english as she is in french or german like maybe if she was speaking in french or german it would be easier to understand her if we understood french or german but i know what she was trying Mm -hmm. to say it just didn't make sense oh so then how did you get what she was trying to say if it didn't make sense like i understand the point she was trying to make it's just the point oh wasn't correct like it was stupid yeah (laughs) because basically she was trying to say that like she feels like chrishell doesn't like her or doesn't want to be friends with her and chrishell is like it's not that i dislike you but yeah i don't feel the need to be friends with you because i have no reason to be friends with you i'm not around you unless jason is in the situation like we're not going to be friends we're not going to hang out one-on-one and like mm-hmm. I will be friendly to you, but for you to expect expect more than that doesn't really make sense to me. And then the whole thing of like Chriselle was saying that Jason told her that she was upset that um 
Chriselle didn't follow mm-hmm. Mari Lou quickly enough. And she was like, well, that's not true. And she's like, you know, I followed you and, you know, sure. You didn't follow me back for three months. So I asked Jason, what was up? And I was like, so you were pressed because you knew that she didn't follow you for three months. Who knows that? Like who, fucking who knows, knows that? that? Who takes analytics of their Instagram like that? I mean, I'm sure like people who profit from it, but like just to see if your current partner's ex followed you back. That's concerning, sis. At the end of the day, that is truly concerning. Completely. And it's so funny because Marlou's like, yeah, I just feel like you're always really standoffish to me. And then we get a flashback from the producers of them showing all the times. Which I love when they do that shit. I love it because it's like, sis, where? Where? I'm being standoffish where? And you can always tell who the producers like when they do that. Oh, is that why they do it? I think it's partially why they do it because really, yeah, sure. yeah. Because if they don't like you, they will show exactly the opposite. Typically, what you said. Mm. But mm, yeah, so not only do they like Chriselle, but also Chriselle was correct. It, exactly, and like exactly. she's like, yeah, I don't want to get to know you. We're gonna be friends, and like that's it. So then, for some reason, Mari Lou is like, well, I just feel like I need to call Jason to like figure out exactly what he said to you. And then she is lying to him about what Chriselle is saying to her as they're sitting there at the lunch. And Chriselle's like, you know, this is on camera, right? Like, I didn't just say any, any of what you're saying. But this is this is what I think when it comes to, like, when people say stuff. Because I've noticed that Michael is really bad about this. Like, when he tells me stories and then I hear it from someone else, I'm like, okay. So that's how Michael interpreted that conversation. Sure. So I guess for Mari Lou in that moment, she interpreted what Chriselle said as this sure. instead of explicitly like verbatim saying, this is what she said, you know? Right. So it's Which like, is this is how I perceived what she said. Yeah. But, <laughs> but just say that. Like Chriselle was saying, right. That's what it's like. Well, I perceived the conversation to be this, mm-hmm. not this is what she said. Because like Chriselle said, baby, the cameras are right there. Like, we can run it back. That did not just happen. Nope. <laughs> Which I was like, nope. oh my gosh, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> so embarrassing. So, so, so embarrassing. embarrassing. And then Jason's all like, uh, do I need to be on the phone right now? Do I need to be on the phone? Can I like, Jason, the then just fucking hang up. Like, I, it, right, that doesn't make sense to me. And he's like, why am I involved? Weird. I'm like, because you made Chriselle go have this conversation with Mari Lou. That's why you're involved. This is your fucking exactly. call. Just like the shit between Chriselle and Nicole is actually low-key your fault, Jason, because you put them on the same deal. This is all your fucking fault, and you don't want to handle it at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when mm-hmm. Mari Lou, when Chriselle is talking about how in Australia, her and G-Flip are asking Mari Lou questions, and G-Flip's like, no, she asked me questions. She's really nice to me. And Chriselle, I could just see the flames. The flames on the Eating. side of her face. <laughs> <laughs> like Rochelle's like and this is why you don't fucking know me g flip is non-binary they use they them pronouns you can't and like you could tell that marley was like fuck i fucked up and i didn't mean that that way but like either Mm -hmm. way Rochelle was already not feeling you and then for you to misgender her partner now she's really not feeling you and i'm right i'm done i'm just done yeah it was so bad it was so bad it was uh But I also thought it was funny because she was like, you know, G would say this, G would say that. And then Mari Lou was like, well, you only ever give me the same compliment. 
So now I got to be nice to you and diversify the way that I approach you, bitch. Like, no. So on Mondays when I see you, I need to say your hair looks nice. On Tuesdays when I see you, I need to say your outfit looks nice. On Wednesdays when I see you, I need to say your toes look nice. Like, what? Which the hair part would be a lie because her hair never looks nice. Ever. Marlou's hair doesn't look nice? No. It's always in like a bun or it's like in a weird braid. And it's also stringy. And like, I'll give her a little bit more of an excuse because she is not somewhere that she lives. But still. Uh Uh-huh. It's just Uh there's no reason for it to be like that at all. I got you. I got you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was just a lot. I was like, girl, get the fuck out of here. You are so, like, if this is not showing your age, right? I don't know what is. This is so embarrassing. Exactly. Between the Instagram and the fucking, like, you're not nice to me, blah, blah, blah. Like, you are insecure that Jason is still in love with Chriselle. And yes, it appears that Jason is still in love with Chriselle. So, like, you can't be mad at Chriselle for that. That's your own fault. And Mari Lou makes that because at the very end of the conversation before Chriselle walks off, she makes the point to be like, and I, I feel like there's still some unresolved feelings. She makes that comment. And it's like, yeah, there might be, but it ain't from my end. That's from your no. niggas in. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So no, this is what me. that that just goes to show us this is what this whole confrontation was about. It's not, mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with Chriselle not approaching you. It's the fact that you're insecure in the idea that Jason still has feelings for Chriselle, which he does. And so. this energy needs to be directed to him, not to her. him as a result. Exactly. He has no responsibility to you. None. Zero. At all. Oh, it's so yep. stupid. So fucking stupid. But anyways, so we see this brief scene of like the whole conversation between Jason and Emma where Emma is being asked essentially to tell Micah that they got to take his house down $6 million or he's gonna have to pay like 700k in taxes. And I was like, A, one, I think Micah can afford that. But B, also like, that is a horrible conversation to make her have. Like, horrible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially knowing that she's trying to sell and keep a relationship with him to sell multiple of his properties. Like, that's fucked up. Right. Yep. It is crazy, but yeah, like also, and like the first, um, the first episode of the season is called like the real estate apocalypse or whatever. I was like, yeah, we're not in the heyday right now of the Oppenheim group. Y'all need to just shit float right now. Right. Which brings to, is this the night that they have the dinner? We're getting into the dinner. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right now. Right. Mm -hmm. And so at this dinner, when he announces that they're building this new LA office, it's like, but nigga, what? You just uh, said that every other agency around the world is combining offices, cutting staff. So you think, oh, this is a good time for us to expand here and in Mexico, which Mexico, sure, things are probably so much cheaper there. So it's probably not that much of a financial burden. Right. And I get that. But what? He's just it's doing insane. the absolute fucking most. Like, I thought those penthouses last season was a lot. Was but a lot. now, yeah. on top of that, you have not opened... And I forgot about the San Diego office, because I think I randomly saw that on Instagram, but I'm like, so you have a San Diego mm-hmm. office, you have a Cabo mm-hmm. office, you now are building slash expanding your LA office and potentially bringing in 16 more people? What the actual fuck, Jason? Right. What are you thinking? What the fuck yeah. are you thinking? Yep. It just, like, I don't understand. I'm like, Math are you just trying to, like, nothing. light money on fire right now? Basically. That's what it feels like. So, so crazy. And I'm also just like, so are you hiring new people or are you just going to actually show the other people who've always been working there and pretend (laughs) like they're new? 
<laughs> it's probably that part. Because there was a bitch that was on The Bachelor like two seasons ago and was on Paradise last season who works at the Oppenheim uh-huh. Group. I've never seen her really? in my life on the show. Yeah, her name's Kate. Oh, wow. Right. Huh. Crazy. So fucking crazy. Like, there are dudes that work in this office. We've never seen them. Right. Yeah. Ever. Literally mm-hmm. ever. It's so fucking wild. It sounds like a terrible idea. And then, of course, Alex motherfucking Hall. Uh-huh. I can't Inserting herself she... into the situation by saying, yeah, like, we at the OC, we're just hungrier because we're near and we have so much money and listings. Keep your shit on your show, Alex. right she's so annoying she's very pretentious to me so pretentious to be what like a 40 year old single mom dating a newly divorced dude who surfs what's so great about your life truly truly who's on his daddy's coattails like the fuck (laughs) right go back to fucking san clemente or wherever you live alex shut up just shut the fuck up oh gosh um <laughs> so is this where we see brie addressing empanada about the situation with nick um uh, does she address chelsea so at first oh yes yes yeah 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 she does brie and pulls emma to ask her about the comment she pulls emma aside before mm-hmm. she talks to chelsea mm-hmm. that's right yeah oh okay yeah and then chelsea no empanada 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 is like yeah i wouldn't say anything about your relationship and neither would chrishell so like and have it since we've known you right exactly don't know where you're getting your information or what what the issue is but like we don't care Mm -hmm. and they real quickly turn it on amanza and -hmm. then she's like well amanza if you know who the fuck is saying shit about me why wouldn't you just tell me and emma's like i would tell you I have told you when people were talking about Which is a very good point. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, if if you know people are talking shit, Amanda, then just say who the fuck's talking shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any damn sense whatsoever. And then Amanda's like, so before we hire new people, can they do a psych assessment? And I was like, that wouldn't necessarily be bad, but like, you know, here we are. (laughs) Here we fucking are. And and chelsea's like you know we should just accept people for who they are are you fucking kidding me that's what it was okay what what do you mean yep and then is it amanda who's like well on that note uh nudge nudge wink wink right maybe you should start thinking that way about the person sitting to my left or right or wherever exactly in conjunction to her exactly and then jarvis just not really i don't even think knowing what she was doing but jarvis says so it, I see like the dynamics are a little bit different. She's like, you know, we're dealing with a little bit of bullying in our office. Like, do you all deal with that? And then Nicole chimes in and she's like, yeah, a little bit. And then everyone just like jumps on her, like pounces, like fucking wildcats. Like, Nicole, what? What? Yes. Yep. Because you, you so quickly, you wanted to be the person to be like, yeah, I'm getting bullied. Which, who was it? It's Brie. Mm-hmm. If you start some shit. And then someone defends themselves, then that's that's not them being aggressive. That's not them bullying you. That's not people attacking you. You started it. Mm-hmm. And so if someone comes back around and is defending themselves, that's their fucking right. And period. that's your fault. That also. And then yeah. Amanda jumps in and is like trying to like cut it off. And I'm like, 
what are you doing, Amanda? Like this actually seemed like, to be like heading toward a place idea? of like, right, exactly. It seemed to be heading Resolve. toward a place of like resolution and you just like jump in and try to like be exactly. like, no, 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 It just, Amanza, no, I don't, I don't understand what you're doing. No. I don't fucking understand right. at all, at all. And that's um, really where episode so three ends. Mm-hmm. You have any other episode mm-hmm. three thoughts? Yeah. Well, I think, well, no, because what you call it, Brie pulls Chelsea aside. They go have a one-on-one. In episode and, four. Right? Yeah. Isn't that this episode? No, it's That's episode, episode four. Oh, start episode But they're four. still at oh, the okay, dinner. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. They're still at the dinner. Got it. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Well, then, yeah, that's all for this episode then. Technically. Yeah. yeah for sure. But then, mm-hmm. rolling into episode four, so we start out at the dinner, mm-hmm. then we see this new office, then we get a little one-on-one between Amanda and Chelsea, then we see a one-on-one between Emma and Chriselle, then we see Amanda and Mary at hot yoga. Then we see Emma and Chelsea, and then we see the twins kind of duke it out at the new office, which I was really excited about because I was like, somebody needs to check the fuck out of Jason. Um, but For anyways, so we go back to the dinner, and yes, to your point, Jalen, Jalen or Chelsea pulling Brie aside, or reverse that, Brie pulling Chelsea aside. Somebody. Yes. And so Brie is like, you know, Amanda basically said that you feel like you're the mouthpiece for other people because other people have the same thoughts about my relationship that you do. So, like, if that's true, you know. Who do you feel like you're the mouthpiece for? Da, 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 da. And Chelsea's clearing the air. She's like, really and truly, this was in the beginning. She's like, recently, I haven't heard anybody talking any shit about your relationship. And she was like, in the beginning, of course, everybody had thoughts. But then when everybody started to get to know you, they kind of left me on an island um, feeling the way I was feeling about your relationship where everybody else is kind of like, oh, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so after that conversation, I feel like Brie was like, okay, cool. But like, also like, still don't know what the possibility of us moving on as friends is going to be like, because you still feel some type of way about my relationship. And then mm-hmm. like, you've held on to that for such a long time. You haven't gotten over it like everybody else. So like, there's going, like, I'm going to perceive a proceed with caution. Right. And then, cause yeah. Bree is like, where's this apology from you finally coming from? And Chelsea's like, because my mom told me if I can't say anything nice and don't say something, it's too fucking late for that. Chelsea, that should have been right. our MO the entire time that we knew Brie like what what the fuck what is the point of that exactly yeah makes no sense it's so crazy I don't really get it but you know at least Chelsea finally apologized and so I'm like can we finally be done with the storyline because like this is old at this point it's old and it's tired and I don't like it and again I hate hating you as a black woman but I don't understand or appreciate anything that you're trying to do right now I just don't get it Exactly, because Chelsea, if your life is so fabulous and all that other stuff, who cares what Brie and Nick Cannon are doing in their free time? You know right. what I mean? Like, it just makes no sense whatsoever. None whatsoever. Just let them live. Jesus. Judge not, they said in the Bible, I believe, which if you're such a Christian, you should know. But whatever. So then dinner ends and. <laughs> We're then heading over to see this new office, which when they start breaking down what is going to be in this new office, I was like, so you're basically building like a playhouse. You're not building a new office. Like you will just coincidentally have some extra desks in there. But like, we're talking about a 12 foot bar, a DJ booth, shuffleboard, a pool table, a pool table that costs more money than my fucking car. Like what? <laughs> what? Exactly. Like I'm just like, and Amanda made a great point. Like, don't sit here 
and ask us to work harder to pay for your play toy. No, like exactly. the approach should have been they're bringing in enough to where now we can expand mm-hmm. or you should have had a group discussion since you're going to be relying on their sales to pay mm-hmm. that shit off. Mm-hmm. Do we think that we can put in extra work in order to build this type of office? This is what we're envisioning. Or the women or whoever should also have creative control mm-hmm. over what that space looked like. That's just insane. Correct. Because for him to sit there and say, yeah, y'all aren't totally invested at the dinner, but I need you to get more invested now because I want to expand and make this new office. Like the fuck? That's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. And like, you should know as someone in real estate that the lowest overhead is the best. Hello? That what? Like the lowest overhead, like in terms of like space, like that's what they call it when you have like a physical space. Oh. Yeah. Like you don't want to have to like pay more money for a building when you don't have to. That's why so many people have like online stores and stuff. And like, that's why malls are dying is because you don't think that, or you don't actually need to have the space that, um, you have to sell what you want to sell, but whatever. And then I was like, in all this extra space, can we get like some fucking HR people up in here or like something that will help contain these issues and challenges like if we're not hiring a new person who strictly is coming in to help manage like dynamics in people's relationships in the office then all of this is just a waste of time and money because that's what y'all really truly need is somebody who's a fucking office manager who can handle all the bullshit that you two as a twin seem to not want to have to deal with because kind of like, sir, who is HR in these situations? I don't think we have an HR at sir. Got it. I just That's right. But like, even here in this situation, is there an HR? Like if something's going wrong, you feel like you're being bullied, blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, who do you report to? Is it legal to not have HR? I guess so. Because none of them have it. But <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. And Jason's like, no one else is investing in their staff right now. Like, neither are you. You are investing in bullshit and that is not fucking necessary whatsoever. Literally whatsoever. Exactly. Yeah. The only thing that saves the scene is that Romaine comes in and then Mary's like, well, I have some ideas. And she's like, maybe we could do like a little nursery for like Bree and me and Heather. And like, Chriselle, I think kind of gets it. But, like, no one else is, like, really processing what she said. And then they yeah, kind of, like, stand cute. there for a second. And then they're like, oh, oh, my God. And they all, like, get excited and jump and, like, congratulate her and all the things. And I was like, oh, that's just so cute. And I was just that's like, so yeah, cute. that was a nice way to, like, redirect. Because also, right? yes, considering you want to hire only women for some reason to be on the show, you should definitely be providing some type of perks for them, like a pumping, st- like a lactation station or something, like you just, yeah, we need to have perks for all the women that work there. It's nuts, right? Yeah, yeah. And so that's probably the pretty much it for that scenario. Um, yeah. We see Amanda and Chelsea go to dinner, where Chelsea is confronting Amanda about her miscommunication. Um, and then Chelsea starts making claims that you know you all did just as much as I did when it came to speculating the relationship with Nick Cannon and everything, because we quote unquote did Google searches together. Mm-hmm. And Amanda, she looked like she lying. She's like, what? Huh? Like she looked like she was so unprepared for Chelsea to say that shit. 
And I was like, mm, yeah, man, so you might have got caught with that one, baby girl. You might have got right. caught. Which if you did before she got there, sure, that's natural. I Google every fucking body before I meet them Absolutely. if I can. That's just right. normal. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh-uh, yeah. no. But yeah. now that we know her, and that's what you could have said, now that I know her and I've got to talk to her and I've got to ask her questions, that did not continue. You were the only mm-hmm. one that continued to seem to have a problem with it. Exactly, right. She was totally justified in saying that. Right, and then she was all mad that, like, Amanda told Brie what Chelsea said. I was like, bitch, the shit was on camera. She was going to find it out. So why not find it out in real time rather than, like, way after the fact and having to address you later? That doesn't make any sense. And it kind of goes back to the whole thing, like, with Roni, where Uba is so upset about people bringing up her dude in Connecticut. It's like, Mm -hmm. but y'all had a conversation on camera, whether you gave specifics or not, like, we know that you got a dude. So like, Mm -hmm. do y'all just be forgetting these cameras are around, which I could see that happening. Like maybe y'all like, it just had, like, it's you're, you're filming so often. Like you just forget. Yeah. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to justify, but I don't know if there's any justification really. Yeah. And I will just say again, Amanda, her the whole way she's been moving these first four episodes has really confused me i haven't watched any further yet because i want to like be for sure um but also like i don't understand and i'm also interested in trying to figure out why her and chrishell have beef because i know that they do and they're not as close anymore so i'm like are we going to see that Mm -hmm. does that pop up as a result of the season because i know her and mary Mm -hmm. are so super close i don't think anything could ever break up a man's and mary just because of how long they're friends but I'm just really, really interested to see what is happening because it seems like right now Amanda's trying to like back out of everything and say like, you know what? I fucked up. I didn't do things correctly. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to like bow out. But then it mm-hmm. seems like at some point later on, she gets re-engaged in the situation. And so I just wonder what's going on. And ultimately, here's the deal. I agree with Amanda to an extent, like especially on the Chelsea and Brie shit. Chelsea, just shut the fuck up and stop talking about Brie. I agree <laughs> that like sometimes right. they do come at Nicole really heavy. And I understand that for Nicole, that could be really hard to deal with. But at the same time, you brought this on yourself, Nicole. So like, there's only so much I'm going to feel for you when she was all like, I'm concerned about Nicole's mental health and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, sure. But also if Nicole was concerned about her mental health, she wouldn't be doing the shit she's doing like period. Bingo. And so I can't be more worried about your health than you are. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. so then I was really feeling really sad for um, Chriselle when Emma came over to talk about what was going on with Chriselle's health. That was just, again, really, really sad, especially because like all this stuff was coming up about her parents and her just like trying to like develop more perspective on life and everything. And I was like, no, I totally get that because like maybe she would be handling these situations differently if her hormones weren't all out of whack. But at the same time, I'm like, Chrishell, other than like the drug comment, I haven't done anything wrong. You know, and I listen, just even even with the drug comment, if if you if you act like a duck, you walk like a duck, you're talking like a duck, <laughs> if you act like you're on crack, you walk like you're on crack, talking like you're on crack, shit, I'm gonna assume your ass is on crack. And I'm justified in saying what I say. Because I'm doing, I'm, I'm making the best decision I can with the information that's presented to me, and that is how you're acting. That's how you're carrying yourself. So yeah, it seems a little druggy. And I think also, doesn't Chriselle have experience 
with drug addicts based on like her home life? Like when she was a kid, I feel like she's alluded to that. Like not her or her, I don't know if it was people in her immediate family, but I feel like she alluded to in the first season when she told us about how rough an upbringing she had. I mean, she was in the backwoods of Kentucky. So I'm sure there was at least some heroin or meth being used. So like, also she may not be completely off base by making these comments if she has some background experience. Yeah. So I don't I don't think anything Chriselle has said is an issue. And like we said, if you know you ain't on crack, you know you ain't doing drugs, <laughs> why the fuck you be upset? One well, that's the thing too. All day long. She didn't she even did. call her a crackhead. She said she's cracked out. She didn't cracked say she's out. on crack. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> here we are. Again, I still think that was a little too far for Chriselle to go, but again, if it had been at me i just wouldn't have taken it the way that nicole took it but whatever exactly so and i am in education if anything i should be taking it seriously because that would jeopardize my job but right nicole is a realtor you're fine girl a realtor girl right totally fine because also i'm sure the people who know you know that that's not you but whatever or they know it is you (laughs) or (laughs) i get it can jeopardize for business whatever but anyway, so I think that we end up coming to a place where like Emma and Chelsea are talking out. We had a lot of one-on-ones this season, which again, I like because people I feel like are trying to really get to the root of the issue, but there's still drama. And Emma and Chelsea are basically like, okay, yeah, Amanda is the problem here. Amanda mm-hmm. is the one who's like stirring all of this shit up. And so- Which I hate. It's so terrible. I do too, because at the end of the day, I feel like I understand wanting to like have peace among your friends for there to be more peace in the office. Like I get you wanting that, but at the end of the day, these people are adults and if they can't work it out on their own, then like you as another friend isn't going to help the situation. Like these people need to go to like a legitimate, like third party unbiased mediator who can actually help them work through shit and get them to a place of saying like, okay, I'm not going to do this anymore. If that level of intervention isn't happening, you're all's little random side shit because you feel like engaging today also isn't going to help. It's just not going to help. But also, like, if you're not getting paid to fix the problems in the office, fuck the problems in the office, okay? Like, right. if that's not on your paycheck, bitch, that's out of my scope. Sorry. Yeah, but you know, not some people just I... can't function in, like, tense environments. And I would say I prefer not to, but I can. Mm. That's like one of those other duties as assigned, but right. Exactly. Exactly. And so we then end this set of episodes with a argument between Brett and Jason, because Brett is really sick of Jason's shit at this point, honestly, like Jason just kind of like runs him up and Brett's like always trying to like bring him back down to reality and the fight that they get in about how much this new office is going to cost is justified, but also crazy it's fucking crazy it is yeah extremely again because jason's talking about like will this cost this much and this cost that much and brett's like that's 50 percent over what we budgeted for this like what the fuck are you doing like this is insane it's literally insane and like i mentioned he's got a pool table that is 40k that is more than my car with the taxes like what that's that's like three of my car it's just so and then he's spending 100k on av for what it's an office jason it's a fucking (sighs) office like this is not an event space i mean i know you probably have events there but you're not having anything huge there right it's just fucking nuts i hope it works out for them 
yeah same we'll see i guess on we shall. probably season eight nine ten of this show yeah yeah <laughs> oh my gosh but so as we wrap up what were your overall thoughts my overall thoughts were just that this is it's it's very immature um very he said she said she she said she said i don't know it's just it's just a lot i agree overall thought yeah i think that people need to stop coming for brie and chrishell and then there would be no issues that also yeah all the issues have stemmed from that and it's just it wasn't necessary right my my savage af for this episode was when Chriselle said again I make more money in five minutes than you could make in five years to Nicole that was just the funniest thing I've ever heard anyone say I think my savage AF was everything Chriselle said <laughs> um, that one but then also like we already decided we're not going to parent together so I'm not going to co-parent with your new girlfriend or yeah. co-parent your new girlfriend with you I was like yeah mm. and big facts right there girl big big yep. facts yep yep so, and then yeah white privilege for this episode emma climbing all over the shit that she's trying to sell just extreme that is it's like where is your home training that, that is part. so that is not that's, that's not it girl not that's a part she's it. from boston she's from where you live now is she she is wow yeah and then what jason's it? continual waste of money on any and everything just because yeah. he can must be nice yeah mm-hmm. that's crazy mm-hmm. crazy crazy what's your white privilege oh yeah oh my white privilege i would agree um with what's that girl's empanada see i can't remember her name to say emma. <laughs> empanada climbing all over this man's like the most iconic property they said in all of fucking california and she's yeah. just like acting like it's her personal fucking jungle gym like mm-hmm. what yeah um yeah was there anything else that really stood out I guess maybe the white privilege of um, what's that girl's name? Buckle, Nicole's Nicole. husband texting her friend, "Fuck you," mm-hmm. because let me tell you something. If that had been some black people that she, well, I know Amanda's black, but she's mixed, and then she also doesn't have a partner. So mm-hmm. if that had been some black people that you text that some some black black people you text that shit to, you would got your ass fucking mobbed. Okay, yeah, you and Nicole because like, even that's she just even said beyond that. disrespectful yeah she said that at that point too she was like i don't feel like he would have said that to anybody else because i'm single though he felt like he could say it to me and that's fucked up yeah yeah and see at that point amanda that's where you put on your okay you got me fucked up let me put mm-hmm. on my my black girl jeans mm-hmm. and you gonna you gonna get all this smoke right One here because yeah maybe Man. three piece from me and then just but, nicole in general her um, whole like white tears i'm being bullied yeah because the only thing that amanda said that i actually agree with was nicole started world war three with chrishell and michelle or chrishell escalated shit which again yeah was right but also whatever anyways i was fired (laughs) up today talking about this i'm glad we got to talk about it that is it for this week people we will be back next week with our next back our next batch of episodes to break down selling said selling sunset good lord so next week we'll talk about episodes five six seven and eight and then the following week we'll talk about the last set of episodes and the reunion which is only the second reunion for the show in general so that's exciting 
But until then, as always, you can find us at Savage Reality Podcast on Instagram. DM us if you have questions or email us at realityforsavages at gmail.com. And finally, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to help the people find us. Stay tuned and we will see you next week. Bye, sister. Peace.